Hi, James Short here. Welcome to another edition of James Short Podcast, leading and growing your real estate business. What an opportunity that we have this morning, ladies and gentlemen, fellow tribe members. Wow, this legend entrepreneur, serial entrepreneur, is taking the world by storm, and that is Brett Campbell. Brett's story is one of truly amazing inspiration and motivation. From a humble beginnings to uh, a world leader entrepreneur, he certainly knows his stuff and he's going to share some secrets, some highlights, and a bit of a journey on his life and how we can really master ourselves personally and master our business. So let's listen to an interview that I had recently with entrepreneur Brett Campbell. Hi, and welcome to another edition of James Short Podcast, Leading and Growing Your Real Estate Business. Oh, wow. Am I excited or what for this person that we're interviewing today? I've taken so long to try and get this guy down, and he is just willing and able to serve and uh, bring his A-game today. This guy is a world leader, world beater, and uh, a legend in his game. So who is it? Are you interested? Brett Campbell. Brett Campbell is the owner and the CEO of Fit International a global health and fitness company whose products and services have helped over 45,000 clients and the Authority Academy, an online community for internet marketers, coaches, speakers, and small business owners. He's also the founder of Unleash Your Greatness Movement, an international live event series to help others pursue living their life of their dreams. Brett's message reaches over 5 million, that's 5 million people each week. That's huge. Having grown up in New Zealand, Brett now lives in his dream house on the beach on the Gold Coast in Australia with his lovely wife, Emily, and their two pugs, Bert and Pugsley. Brett's message is that uh, most people have something in their life that's holding them back, a belief, circumstance, or a preconceived idea. His latest book right now gives a unique look into getting past whatever is keeping you from achieving your best self by walking the reader, which is you, (laughs) through the four phases of change. And this is in his new book right now, Why Not You and Why Not Now. Woo! We are super excited to have Brett on the line. And welcome, Brett. Love to, love to have you. Thank you. Mate, it's, it's a pleasure. It was, uh, thank you for, uh, for, for the lovely introduction. Uh, at the very start there, I was quite intrigued. Too. I was like, oh, who's this guest you've got on? Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> it's me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Mate, love pleasure it. to be here. And, uh, looking forward to being able to serve in any way that I possibly can. Fantastic. So I, I gave the audience a little bit of a background, but can you, because, you know, obviously when we caught up the other week and, and hearing your story, I mean, it certainly got my heartstrings going. Tell us a little bit of background about yourself in a bit more detail. Mate, in three minutes, I'll have to give you the quickest snapshot I possibly can. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to almost bullet point this thing. Um, mate, at, at the age of, uh, I'm going to go into this because I think this is very important to lay the yeah, context totally. and the foundation. Is, go for it. You know, I remember when I was five years old, I was um, living in Sydney of Australia. Uh, we were living in a caravan park, uh, my sister, myself, my mother and father. And I remember I was playing outside. It was a really sunny day. And uh, I was playing outside. And I heard my name yelled out. I was like, oh, I said, what's this? I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in trouble again. You know, I was that little rascal kid. You know, and it was my mum, and she's like, Brett, Brett. I'm like, oh gosh. I come running into the caravan, put my head through the caravan door, and um, I look up and I see my father with his hands 
wrapped around my mother about to throw her through the caravan window. And she yelled at me. She goes, Brent, run across the road and get some help. Go, go. So I ran across the road, got some help. And that was the last memory that I ever had of that situation. And was also the last memory I ever had of my father. Um, shortly after that, my mother, sister, and myself jumped on an airplane and we flew to New Zealand um, to start a new life. And I remember at that very young age, and I remember it so vividly like it was almost yesterday, um, that I declared at that moment, you know, I said to myself, I said, oh, it's my responsibility now. I'm the man of this family and I'll do anything I possibly can and will do for the rest of my life to make sure that my sister and my mother are always taken care of. And it's been a driving force for me throughout my entire life. Um, now, obviously, you know, I, I, I got started in, in life in New Zealand, growing up in a very low socioeconomic area. Um, there wasn't many opportunities. There wasn't much going. You know, I got to a point, I was 16, got kicked out of high school for speaking too much, um, which is ironic. But, hey, um, thank <laughs> you to my teachers. I actually acknowledged them in my book, thanked them for, for, for kicking me out so early because it, it's totally changed the trajectory of my life. Um, and I fell into an apprenticeship. And I say fell into because there was nothing really else going on, so I just sort of settled, um, you know. And so I got a trade as an as a apprentice cabinet maker. And it got to a point where I was going through that process where I still knew though, and I've known this for such a, since I can ever remember that deep down inside of me, I was destined for something greater. Didn't know what it was, didn't know how to put a, you know, put words to it and didn't have anyone in fact, to actually be able to talk about that sort of stuff. Um, so I was very limited in the, the sense of, you know, mentors and coaches. Um, I became a cabinet maker, went through the entire process, got to a point again where five years too long, I knew on day one it was not what I was meant to be doing, but I just did it. Um, I actually remember I did it because I remember going home the first day, you know, I was 16 years old and I got home and I just cried. I cried to my mum saying, I don't want to do this. It was, almost felt like it was my first day of school again. I was like, I don't want to do this. And she goes, son, stick it out. You know, it'll be something good that you could fall back on. And you know, I always remember that. Those you know, I always words. remember that. Those <laughs> strong, strong. You know, and I always share whenever I'm speaking. I'm like, well, thanks, mum, but I'll, I know for a fact I'll never build a kitchen cabinet in my life. <laughs> um, but the, the reality there, and it's important to to share that, is, um, you know, I, I, my mother was doing the best with what she had at the time. And you know what? I really probably didn't have any other options at that time anyway. You know, it was, it was just probably the pep talk. Um, but look, with anything, you know, I, I did the best of it. I did the best that I could. And it got to a point where, you know, they were grooming me to, to take over and own the factory. And, but it just wasn't right. You know, I just didn't feel like that was the, they, they could have got to a point where they could have given me the entire factory, you know, which is you know, a pretty successful factory. But I still wouldn't have wanted it. So I uh, jumped on an airplane moved to New Zealand, to Australia um, to start a new life. But what I really did was to start the search of who is Brett Campbell, what does he stand for? And again, moved to Service Paradise, um, you know, pretty nice place on Australia. You know, of all places to move to, to go and start a new life, I think I did a great job in deciding. Um, I'll never move anywhere else. I love the place, Australia, uh, the Gold Coast. And I started what I call the Opportunity Chase. And for many years, I was just chasing opportunities. You know, I wasn't building them. And there's an important distinction there. Yeah. So became a very, you know, a good personal trainer. It wasn't hard for me to go get clients. 
you know, so I became fully booked, got to a point where I uncovered what online marketing was, became really, really good at it, learned how to use online social tools, social media, um, lead generation, all of those things, funnels to start building an online business. We've helped you know, hundreds of thousands of people around the world. Um, 45, in fact, in the last four years alone, we've, we've generated 380, or 308 leads, 491 fans and 30 customers a day on average over that time. So I've learned a few wow. things about that. But wow. throughout that, as I was becoming good at it, more and more opportunities just presented themselves. You know, like for our fitness business, people were wanting to train with us you know, from all over the country. And we were only in the Gold Coast and we're like, well, what do we do? Oh, I know. Why don't I just build a franchise? So build a franchise. And, you know, I was, I was just doing all these things and business was great, right? Everything was going well. We're serving hundreds of thousands of people. Um, and got to a point where um, I got on the phone one day and I rang one of my best mates. And um, when I left New Zealand, his wife, um, who was a friend that I grew up with my entire life as well, she got diagnosed with breast cancer. And when I left, I didn't really understand what was really happening. You know, I was an out of sight, out of mind type scenario and I didn't know how to handle it. And, and she went through, so she went through breast cancer and she had her operation, went through chemotherapy and she came out the other side and it was, everything was great. And um, she ended up getting a headache a few years later. She got a headache and she went to the doctors, they did a brain scan and they found out she had brain cancer. Um, so whilst this was happening, she embarked on chemotherapy and that was when I got on the phone that night. It was a Thursday night. I rang my mate. I said, Hey, look, what's going on? I want to come over and see you guys. When's us refinish her uh, chemotherapy? Cause I want to come over and you know, hang out for a bit. And he goes, Oh, whenever you want, um, you, know, you can come in a few weeks, a couple of months, whatever. And I said, okay, cool. Well, I'll come in a few weeks. I'll go, I'll book my ticket now. So make sure it happens. Um, hopped off the computer. I hopped off the phone, got on the computer and went to book a ticket. And I was about to check out and this overwhelming feeling of intuition just like hit me like four by two around the head. And it told me not to book a ticket. And I was like, hmm, okay. So I hopped off the computer, rang up my mate again and said, hey, I'm not going to come over in a couple of weeks. I'm actually going to come over on Tuesday. He goes, what, really? Why? I said, oh, I just feel like I want to. Um, and so I did. And I flew over Tuesday night, um, gave him a quick call, said, hey, how's she doing? Um, he goes, yep, she's doing great. She's at home. Um, we'll see in the morning. So get dropped off in the taxi the next morning. He's walking down the driveway towards me and he just lets me know. He goes, Oh, look, um, she had a bit of a rough sleep last night. So she's you know, a bit of in and out. I said, Oh, that's cool. So walk into the house and, you know, imagine a very small house, right? Very old 1960s timber house. Um, hallway is so small that the bed that she was on, she had to still be on a hospital bed elevated that it couldn't fit through the hallway. So she had to be positioned in the lounge. Um, in this small lounge room. So I walked into the lounge room and sat down beside her, held her hand, and it was just ice cold. It was like I'd never felt anything like it. You know, I knew what a cold hand felt like, but this was different. It just felt completely different. And a few moments later, her eyes open and she smiles and she's extreme. You know, she, she whispers to me and she goes, Brett, thank you so much for coming. And um, I said, oh, of course I wouldn't have, you know, I want to be here with you. I want to be here with you. Um, three hours later, she, she passed away and wow. we were sitting there going, what the, you know, here we were expecting, she was coming out the other end of it. She was, everything was looking good. And uh, she passed away and I was like, Oh my gosh, I went straight into action mode though. Cause you know, her mother was breaking down like mm. 
as you would expect, um, her husband was breaking down. I was like, look, I'll take charge here. I'll sort things out. I'll, I'll ring everyone. I'll let our friends know. I'll make this thing you know, happen. And it wasn't until I was sitting on the plane on the way home that uh, I was halfway from Australia to New Zealand and, and I just burst into tears, just broke down. And I didn't burst into tears because she'd passed away. But I'd, I'd already done that several times over the week. I burst into tears because I was sitting there and I was thinking, man, what if that was me? Like, what if that was my funeral? What if I only had six months, 12 months? What if I got home and found out that I have cancer or, or a disease that I might not be able to be? What if that was me? Then I asked, because I said, would you be happy with what you're currently doing in life? You know, would you be happy if you only had 12 months left to live? On the outside, you'd look at that and go, well, Brett, you're doing great. Your business is great. You know, all my friends and their family members and everyone I reconnected with in New Zealand were like, oh, you're doing so great. You know, everything must be fantastic. And to the outside, it looked like that. But inside, I still had this feeling that there was something else. Mm. There was something else greater that I was meant to be doing. And it wasn't until that moment where I realized it's where the, build, the building blocks all just started coming in together. You know, it was like that missing piece had found its place. Yeah. And I was sitting there, I was like, okay, what is it you want to do, Brett? And you, go, you know what you want to do. Ever since I can remember, I've had visions of standing in front of tens of thousands of people sharing a message. I didn't know what the message was, had no idea. I actually put it down to wanting to be an actor. Hmm. Right, I put it down to wanting to be an actor so I could... And what it was, was I just love being able to see people in pure joy. So I put that down to being the joker, you know, the kid that would try and make all the kids laugh. And, the, you know, the guy that wanted to try and be everyone's friend, you know. Um, but again, that was the misguided part of it. What I realized was it was the connection of this is what you really want to do. And now you know what you need to go out there and talk about. And it was the concept of life's too short to not be living to your full potential. Don't let this one opportunity that we have slip by. You know, make the most of every single moment. And then, of course, all the self-doubt comes in. You know, like, why me? <laughs> who's going to want to listen to me? You know, I'm relatively young. Yeah, I've achieved some level of success. But who's going to want to listen to a little guy from, from a little town called Huntley? You know, all that self-doubt. But once I got through that, I was like, why not me? Why can't I? Who's, why is this person? Why am I putting this person on a pedestal and they're better than me? And so it was, why me? And then the next question that I had was, well, when are you going to do this then? All right, when are you going to make it happen? And of course, all the story comes in going, oh, well, I'll, I can't do it next month because I'm doing this. Or maybe next year, maybe when we get our 100th location for our franchise, then I could start to do it. And then we can blah, 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 blah. Right? All of that shit starts coming out. But then I'm like, why not now? Why can't you start taking steps, gaining momentum right now to start achieving this thing that you've, just, you've envisioned? And that's where the concept of my book called Right Now, Why Not You and Why Not Now comes from. From having that conversation with myself, realizing that I was in the biggest trap of all. And this is the trap that most entrepreneurs, business owners in Australia suffer from. It is the trap, the roadblock of life is okay. Life was okay. I didn't need to go and do nothing else. I don't need to go and start another thing. You know, life would be great just the way, like life could be good. Life could be good, right? It was okay. But if you know deep down inside yourself and you can feel it, 
that you're destined for something greater. There's more to you. There's more to this thing called life. And you're not going out there and doing everything you can to try and execute upon that. I realize not only am I disservicing myself, I'm doing a disservice to you. I'm doing a disservice to everyone listening. And I'm doing a disservice to people who have not even heard who, who understand who this person Brett Campbell is. Because it's got nothing to do with Brett Campbell. And it's got everything to do with the message that I'm trying to put out there to the world. So before I, before I hijack your entire show. Yeah, that's, that the there's some beautiful gold, gold nuggets in that, in that introduction. That was perfect. I mean, and you look at those different messages and yeah, you know, you're the guy getting those messages out there, but those key messages from, from that introduction, that was just so powerful. So you said 30 minutes for the intro, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just took out the zero. Um, so if you look at that now, if you look at that messaging, how are you, what are you doing in relation to getting the message message out there? What what some of the platforms that you're using and and I guess the the business models that you're using to, to get that model out there? Yeah. So the, we're we're using the you know the stock standard, the social medias, the Facebooks. Um, you know, we've got podcasts. We've we're using um, media. So last week our story got picked up by 230 media outlets. That was and huge. It's a very unique story. Um, and let me, let me premise it slightly by saying, if, you, if what you're doing, you truly do believe in it, you need to be doing every single thing that you possibly can to get this message out there. So if you cannot confidently say you'd stand on Oprah Winfrey's couch, jump up and down, scream from the top of your lungs and say, this is what I'm meant to be doing on this planet. If, that's, if you can't do that, then yeah, that's a clue for you to, to start looking possibly elsewhere or trying to really recalibrate where you're currently at. Yeah. So for me, this message, I've never been so strong about this message. You know, and we've been really, hundreds of thousands of people without me actually having a heart connection, right? This is a different thing. Totally my heart's different. in this, you know, I, this is what makes my heart sing, right? This is the thing that I would do for free for the rest of my life. Yeah. Awesome. And which brings me to, you know, I've done, I think you'd be about 31. This is my 31th podcast in the last coming up two and a half weeks now where I'm talking about and sharing and spreading this message. And I feel as energized right now as I did when I did my first one. Yeah. Well, it certainly and comes through. Certainly comes through. Yeah, look, look, I appreciate that. If, if you look at some of the, the people that you're working with to helping them also to, to get their message out uh, and to be really clear and succinct with, with living their purpose, what type, of, what type of clients or what type of people are, are you working with at the moment? Mate, I work with a very wide variety of people now, which, you know, it suits my personality. So when I first started in the business coaching type mentoring area, it was predominantly around fitness professionals because that's what I was really good at. I knew I could build a fitness business, you know, in my sleep. And I became really good at it, obviously, and got to a point where I was like, man, this is just, this is just boring me. Like, I'm having the same conversation over and over again. So I need to, you know, I've got skill sets here that I know can help so many businesses, you know, so many different businesses because one of the biggest things that most businesses lack is leads, fans and customers. And that's one of the things that I have excelled like crazy at, you know? Um, so I'm like, more people need to know this. More people need to understand how they can do it. So we work with, you know, from a fitness professional to real estate agents to um, lawyers to doctors. You know, I've got a, one client who's their company was on the Inc. 25 fastest growing companies in America. You've know, got another company who does around $50 million a year. You know, such a wide variety, which really helps and excites my brain. Because again, 
you know, I, I don't, I do a lot of it for my own personal gain as well. Right. To, to keep my mind busy, but mate, we work with such a wide variety of people. Um, and, and if you look at, if you look at those, the variety is there, are you finding like common themes that, oh, yeah. that uh, they, they come to you with frustrations and problems. I know you mentioned, you know, leads fans and so forth, but others, uh, if you could cluster them, other, what other problems and frustrations that do they have are you finding before they come to you? Tech overwhelm is numero uno when it comes to the fundamentals, right? Yeah. So anyone can go to an event, anyone can go to a mentor or a coach and say, okay, what do you think I should do here? And you know, there's a lot of people who are pretty good at strategy. You know, I, I think I'm very lucky in my unique abilities is that not only am I very, very good at strategies and strategy, yeah, I, 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 and I think I remember saying this to you the other day, actually, it was, you know, I see dots that aren't there. Yeah. You know, so I can join dots, but I see dots that aren't there. And that's, that I think comes from being a cabinet maker, right? When we had to work within a millimeter, if there's a door that's three mil at the top, two mil at the bottom, I'm going to notice it, right? I go crazy over seeing that stuff, but that's a, that's a taught um, response there. But um, yeah, I think it ultimately, it, it comes back to people can hear how to do something. They can go home and they go, okay, cool. So now I know, that I need to do a Facebook ad, create one webinar, have a sales call, and there's my million dollar business. Beautiful, <laughs> right? That's, there's three steps to a million dollars. But then you're like, okay, how do I even start a Facebook page, right, for some people? Yep. What's the difference between a fan page and a group or a you know, personal profile? Or how do I actually start ads? What are tracking pixels? What? What is that? Right, all of these things start to, you know, yes, there's three steps, but what you're forgetting is there's 33 steps in each of those three steps. And because I've had the experience of doing this myself, right? I mean, when I signed up to be a personal trainer, I'll tell you what I didn't sign up for. Sitting on my MacBook Pro, trying to work out CSS coding, HTML coding to build web pages back then. I was like, what? But I knew I had this dream. I had this vision that the internet was going to be the, the pathway, the tool the train that is going to help me get to the, to the next step. Mm. So I had to do whatever it was that I had to do to learn it. And now, you know, with all my clients, um, I guess win for them is that not only can I see the strategy, I can, I understand what's needed to go into it. Yeah. Right. And I think what happens is a lot of business owners is, yeah, they get told that they need to have a fan page and they need to post four times a day. It's like, okay, well, what type of post? Why are you posting that? What's the lead from that post to this post? How does that sync with each other? How do we build an ecosystem of more, et cetera, et cetera, right? Yep. And that's where people get overwhelmed. They're like, too hard basket. I'm just going to go back to the nuts and bolts of what I know. Yep. You know I see it a lot with real estate agents, right? If we tie it back into this, it's like they keep, they keep doing this stock standard, you know, put a sign up in front of the house and, and put it up on realestate.com or the other ones, you know, a couple of other sites that are popular and hopefully they're going to get enough leads through that that'll end up, um, generating them business, you know, I mean, look, and that's obviously what's worked, right? I totally get it, but there's, there's, there's other ways, ways which are easier. Yeah. And free. Yeah. And and most of them are free. Totally. If you you really want to scale and you want to build a business fast, you got to pay to play, right? The only reason we've been able to, again, no secret, total transparency here. The only reason we've been able to build a massive following is because we pay to play. We use Facebook advertising. (laughs) I mean, I've spent close to be close to a million dollars now of our own money on advertising, getting our message out there. If you know how to do it, it's the best investment you could ever make. I mean, you, you could literally go from 
from nothing to a, a fairly established following and authority within a couple of months. Totally. One of our pages we actually just created um, in the last three weeks, we're over 65,000 fans for it, you know, and it reached actually 27 million people last week. I mean, holy shit. That's huge. But guess what? That didn't come from just creating a page and that's it. And hoping, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not going to sell anyone a pipe dream here going, yeah, this is all you need to do. Follow this three <laughs> easy steps, right? There's more to it than that. Yeah, totally. But I think... Um, so on the flip side, so on the flip side, so when, when people do, I guess, uh, when you unpack that overwhelm and you unpack the strategies and you go, you know what, there are, you know, 30 steps to each of those threes and you map them out and they actually get it and they... And you and you notice the difference. What are you noticing? What's what happens with these clients as they go through that journey? What what happens for them? Well, they get clearer. They look thirty kilos lighter. Yeah. From the look of yeah, you know, just the face. Like, oh shit! Now I understand. You know, part of that side of the the authority academy is what we call it. That's that's our programs and so forth. With that, yeah, we have a framework just like we do with the book, right? Just like we do with everything that we have. And I actually shared that framework with you the other day. The authority yeah, roadmap. Huge right? Which, which allows the entrepreneur who I know what their struggles are and frustrations. Guess how I know? Cause I was there and I've experienced them, mm. right? I think I've done more in the last eight years of business than most people have experienced in 30 years of business. Um, and I only say that cause I go so hard, right? I'll shoot first 12 times and then aim, yep. but I'll let, a, I'll let a whole magazine out before I aim. But that, that teaches me a lot as well. Um, and I can, you know, I can divert and maneuver pretty quickly. Um, but what it does is it gives someone the real ability then to truly uncover whether or not what they're doing is what they're meant to be doing. Yeah. That's perfect. Let me say that again. Yeah. People, and I see it all the time, right? They'll come to me and go, Oh, I just bought this webinar training on how to do webinars. Cause I want to sell this course. Um, and I'm like, mm, what do you want to sell the course for? Is that what you, is that what you'd sell? If you could, if you could sell anything, Right, and you don't worry about money. I give you ten million dollars. Would you still want to sell that? And, oh, right. It gives you the ability to start thinking. So the other week when I was speaking with you guys um, down there, I was talking to another gentleman who was there, and he's like, "Oh, I want to do. Um, I'm starting my telemarketing company." I'm like, "Okay, cool. Yeah, why are you doing that? Oh, I just love to talk. Right. Do you love to talk or do you love to sell? Oh, yeah, I like to sell as well. Okay, because cool. that's what you're doing, right? On telemarketing, you're not just talking. He's like. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, um, what, uh, what do you want to sell? And he goes, uh, probably real estate. Like I, I can, I can, you know, do get leads and stuff for real estate. And I'm like, okay. I said, why real estate? Um, cause I've done it before and I'm pretty good at it. Okay. I said, what would you sell? If there was one thing you had to sell, right. And I, I gave you all the money. What's one thing that you'd love to sell? And he goes, oh, I'd actually like to sell programs that, um, that help people change their lives, you know, and really feel like, you know, in line with themselves, sort of what you were talking about. Like, <laughs> really? <laughs> so I offered him a job. But, <laughs> but, right. This, and I, I, I see, totally, totally. I see he, he, he's a, he was a big guy. He went from looking like he was so stressed out. He wasn't yeah. sure of his path. And that's what most people do when they're not sure of, or they put so much emphasis on this. I need to be on my purpose, right? Let that go for a minute. Cause it's just to get the best answers. You just need to ask the best questions. Totally. And, yeah. and all I did was in four questions, 
I could see it. And there was another lady standing there watching, just going, oh, my God. Like, you know, and not well, because the I was being, slips off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not because I was being great because this guy in front of us was just transforming like that. And he, yeah. he realized, he's like, oh, my God, I, you probably just saved me five years of my life. I said, no, I have. Because guess what? You are that good at sales and talking that you would go and build this business. And then all of a sudden, what if it went off? Like, what if it just went crazy? You'd be five, 10 years down the track and oh shit, this wasn't what I'm meant to be doing. Yeah, totally. It took me to, to, to grow our franchise from one location to 35 in six months to find, then realize going, Oh geez, hold on a minute. I was 35 locations deep. Yep. I mean, it's, it's, let's, let's try and create a bit of a shortcut here. If that's really what it is right? that, that we want to be doing. But you know, I think the biggest thing is just seeing someone be able to really connect. I think you, and, and not seeing it, feeling it, feeling it. Like, you know, you know, when someone's, you know, when someone's felt it, like I was just talking to someone earlier about the book and they go, um, you know, for me, it's like, I don't want you to read the book. Mm. I want you to feel it. Feel it. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. So that's that's a, a great little case study that you share. But have you got any other case studies that you'd like to unpack for us and and look at what their problems were and what were the results were with and what have you some frameworks along the way that you you took them through from a from a business perspective? How how I've helped someone? Yeah, yeah, sure. So um, I guess there's, there's someone that I'm helping right now um, who is. He's actually one of Tony Robbins' head coaches um, and speakers, um, which is which is amazing connection. Huge. Um, but right now, it's identifying with him. Like he doesn't need any skill or coaching on business per se, or how to actually get on stage and speak. He delivers like a ninja. But it's how does he now? become his own identity and not just underneath the brand of someone else as well, even though he is a very successful dude, massively successful business, but it's, and this is, this is how, how we really got to it. And I want to ask everyone this question because I think it's powerful. And I, I seen him change like this when I asked him, I said, all right, be totally honest. You, and, and I'll ask you, let, let, let's, let's put you on this bit here. right? Love it. Go for it. <laughs> okay. And I need your honest opinion. What, what comes to you first of all, on a scale of one to 10, one being obviously nothing, 10 being the best, what level, what score would you give yourself for the game you're currently playing? The game you're currently playing versus the game you know you can play. And, and think about that. The game you're currently playing versus the game you currently can play. What would you give yourself out of 10? Uh, six and a half. Yep. So there's a lot of room in there for you to explode, right? Yep. Massively. You're right on the exponential growth curve of that. Cause once you go into an eight, nine, man, shit just starts getting really exciting. Totally. Right. And, but I asked this person the question and he was, is it going about, well, about a four. I'm like, fuck a four. Wow. And you're already having massive impact. You, you, you know, He's so well connected in the industry. And for us, it's going, let's go back to basics. Right? Let's, let's bring this back. And this is why I love these challenges, right? When you're working with people who are very successful versus people who are just starting out, the, the similarities apply. 
Right, I implemented the same strategies right here as I did with a friend of mine who's got a um, $30 million a year seafood business, right? Because it doesn't matter how level of success you've currently got. There's so many dots there that you can't currently see. So for him, it, it was about, okay, what is a daily act? What's one of the first daily actions that you want to be implementing to create awareness and build the brand, right? Now, and this could be for anyone, even real estate agents listening to this, I always like to work on first things first is what's hot right now. Okay, what's hot right now? What's working right now? What's a trend right now that everyone could jump onto? But then how do we do it slightly different? How do we be known as our authority in the industry in this space? Yep. And for me, it's right now, as I'm talking about this, Facebook Live is extremely hot. Mm. Right. I don't know if you've been following my page at all, but oh, huge. I've, I've done, I think last week I did one to two a day, right? I think I've done about 20 in the last month, but the reason being, I mean, we've sold like we've done full product launches using Facebook live just to give you some context on, on the beauty of this tool. And now there's amazing tools and softwares where you can really do it pro level as well. You know, we can have multiple cameras, you know, even using your iPhone and iPad, um, and you can really start to deliver a high quality product, you know? Um, so we, we start simple is what are the things right now that you could do that could have the biggest impact? And then we look at the things that you're currently doing that aren't serving you. Right. Um, and <clears throat> excuse me. And then what we want to do is from the Facebook live is we need to start or have one, we call it one funnel. Right. I call it a return on investment funnel. Yep. A return on investment funnel is set up in such a way that you're going to generate a return on investment pretty much within the first seven days. So you can then just keep putting more and more and more money back into real estate, oh, putting money back into Facebook advertising. I said real estate, but you can because you've got more money, right? <laughs> so it's about how do we, what do we create? What do we give away or what do we sell in this instance? that's going to create this thing of return on investment. Cause then what it does allows you to scale. Yeah. Cause a lot of businesses are needing the leads fairly quickly. And I come across that a lot. You know, people come to me, I go, what's the thing that you need right now? And they're like, I need leads. The last thing you want is a desperate business owner who's wanting to go and create, you know, just want leads right now. Cause they'll do desperate things. They'll take shortcuts. Yep. Um, so two of the biggest things that we started doing already, just creating the, the Facebook lives, um, building awareness, building brands and getting a funnel in place that can create a return on investment. So you can build a large community and a large database of people so that when you do have that thing or that something that they could utilize, you'll be able to put the message out in front of the right people. So true. So true. Wow. Awesome. 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 Like here's an idea. If you're a real estate agent, let me give you a tactile tip. <clears throat> Start using Facebook Live every time you go to an open home. S sit up a, you know, go and do a quick, with it. if you don't want to do live, I highly recommend you do. But because the reason, the difference between, because where a lot of people go, oh, I'll do an actual video. Because mm. if I stuff it up, I can put it back up. Oh, you know, I can edit it or do something like that. No, Facebook Live will give you far more viewership and reach right now than standard uploaded video. Trust me on that. Um, so, next house you go to the next listing even if you're just driving by a house just go and you know if you're if your signs on the front of it 
start doing Facebook lives, start doing tours with inside the house, show people what they can get, you know, show people that you're the person that you're, wow, you've got so many houses on your books, become the person that when someone decides to either buy or sell, they're going to go to you. <coughs> so important. We've got someone in the Gold Coast here that all I see is her face around the entire area. It looks like she's selling the entire area. And that's what it is. It's becoming that community expert in your area. And it doesn't necessarily have to be opens, but like that is in the local school. It can be interviewing the principal of that school. It could be doing, you know, interviewing some businesses in that area. There's so many different opportunities. And where, as you hit the nail on the head, Facebook Live will give you that reach right. and, and become that expert in your area. So people go, oh, this guy or girl is all over it in, in this area. And don't so wait, don't wait for every other real estate agent to get on it before you go, Oh, this is a pretty good idea. Yeah. Right. You could even get on there and go, Hey, I'm just going to answer anyone's questions about buying or selling a house. Oh, I'm going to do a Facebook live now about the new government grant that they brought out, how you can get your first loan for whatever. I think they might've bought that new first home buyers thing back out again. Yep. Be that person, be the expert. So that when someone thinks about buying or selling, they're going to come to ask you a question. So true. So true. Wow. Fantastic. So how can, how can uh, the tribe, how can the listeners, I, I guess, find more details from you, a bit more about, you know, what, what, what can we jump on Facebook, website? How can we get more details? Yeah, cool. So f first things first, if, if you want to pick up a copy of the book um, that, that's just been released, you can go to brettcampbell.net forward slash James. Go to brettcampbell.net forward slash James. You can pick up a copy. We've got a heap of, it's $9.95. Um, we've got a heap of bonuses as well. Um, as, as part of, uh, we've also got a VIP community where I want this book, which I like to call the message to start a conversation. And I want to continue that conversation. So I want to be there as you're implementing, as you're taking the strategies and, and your life starting to transform. I, I want to be a part of that journey. Um, if you're more interested in from a business perspective as well, um, then actually here's probably something if you're interested in finding anything out about our you know business stuff how i could help that way we do have a website called authority-academy.com you can go there and check that out but we have some book bundles right now i think we've got about 10 days left since of recording this i don't know when this is going out but if there are any available left um we've got book bundles where you can actually go and pick up um copies of the book and i and i'm giving away um, memberships to our authority academy community where you can get access to all the you know the how to you know training videos on how do you do facebook ads how do i start my own podcast how do i syndicate it here 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 all of those steps that cover the authority roadmap but if any of that's just of interest go check it out go and see it but you can always ask me any questions of course i'll be hanging out on facebook that's my uh, my go-to Awesome. Awesome, mate. Really appreciate your time, energy, expertise, knowledge, and just your passion. Um, your message is just truly heartfelt. And I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Uh, you're always out there. You're always willing to serve and, and much appreciated. Thank you. Mate, thank you for having me. And uh, mate, it's a pleasure. It's an honor. Uh, it's great to have met you. I think you're someone who's, who's definitely out there striving for greatness as well. And uh, mate, looking forward to seeing how your next year goes. Very exciting. Um, and to the person listening as well, you know, I uh, thank you for spending your time. I know time is our most valuable resource right now. And for you to spend it with myself and James, um, you know, it's an honor to be able to help share. And, and like I said, if there's anything I can do moving forward, do not hesitate to ask. Awesome.